0: Join the guild and secure your ticket to Scott's sale at the best possible price by visiting MaxLawEvents.com.
1: Hey, Josh Zaglowski here with ERC Specialist. I'm on the Maximum Lawyer podcast.
2: Really excited about this. So we just had on Josh Zaglowski. It was something else having him on. I mean, you said at the end of the episode that it's not often that we have people on who can help our listeners make money. I would say also that it's not often that we have people on the show where I'm like, Holy shit. Like, did we miss something? Like, I mean, it does sound too good to be true, but it also sounds legit. So I think that this is something that every one of us is gonna have to inquire. And I was sort of giggling to myself when you said, I don't know that we really have had supply chain breakage in the personal injury space. And I was like, all you guys bitched about for a year and a half was that your courts were closed. <laughs> you you clearly had the, the, yeah, that's true. the disruption.
3: Well, it's funny. It's, I think a lot of us did really well during the pandemic. And it's like, you don't really, I didn't really think about the courts, but you're, you're so true. You're, you're absolutely right. And I remember I, it was um, two days before the end of the year. So it was December, like 29th. Right. And I got a call from this guy. Who had been trying to sell me something. Um, I, I we were both in this magazine together and he was trying to sell me like an ad space and the ad sheet in Columbia. I guess I kind of gave away like, kind of who he is, but mm-hmm. yeah, he was he left me his voice. I thought he was trying to sell me something. It was about ERC. And I thought he wasn't trying to sell me anything, he was just trying to tell me about it because he was like yeah. he was he was legitimately reaching out and being a nice person, blaming me to hey. hate. But he told me the deadline was the 31st. So I didn't have any I didn't have enough time to get everything done before the 31st so I I just didn't do it. And I was i mean so he was wrong too like there seems like there's so much misinformation about this. It's good that there's a company and frankly given 15% to get a bunch of extra money, it's fine with me. I'll, I'll do it RV.
2: Well, I mean, first of all, that's how you That's how you I mean, you you get twice that, if not more. Right. So true. Yeah. So if anybody should understand the model, it's you. It's also, you know, it's so great. Dan Kennedy, Dean Jackson stuff of, you know, risk reversal. There's no I mean, what's the downside other than the time you spend filling out the paperwork? I'm just trying to rack my brain. I mean, I guess with COVID, with closures and immigration going from taking six months to handle a case to hand Yeah. So I could I could definitely make arguments that I've had to carry cases a lot longer and pay more payroll because USCIS and the State Department are so behind. And they they say it all the time because of COVID. So I could attach press releases and all kinds of stuff. So I'm going to talk to our team about doing this today.
3: Yeah, as am I, because it, it, you're talking about a significant amount of money back into the firm. So, really good stuff. Hopefully, you enjoy it. Love to hear feedback from people that, uh, that have gone through this. So, listen up.
2: Run your law firm the right way. The right way. This is the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Maximum Liar Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrips. Let's partner up and maximize your firm do the show welcome back to the maximum lawyer podcast i'm jim hacking and i'm tyson mutrix what's up jimmy oh tyson you know how it is it's been hotter than hades around here lately and lots of uh, activity lots of running around i'm sure you're doing a lot with your kids as well yeah and it's going to be in the
3: hundreds this week which is great although it's going to it's it feels nice today it's it's going to get we're gonna get a little rain but uh yeah it's been been kind of nutty well
2: you want to go ahead and introduce our
3: guest Absolutely. So today we have Josh Zyglowski. He's been an entrepreneur for almost 20 years. His primary focus is investing in residential and commercial real estate. Josh's key expertise includes asset and portfolio management, broker relations, investor and client relations, banking relations, economic and demographic trends, market analysis, due diligence oversight, financing oversight, acquisition and disposition strategies, transaction oversight and business development. Josh, that was a tongue twister. Welcome to just the
1: show. A, Just to name a few.
3: <laughs> just to name a few. There's more to the bio, but I wasn't going to go through the whole thing. Yeah. It was like an obstacle course, but uh, welcome, Josh. Hey, thanks for
2: having me. I appreciate it. Great, Josh. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got started and then maybe work towards what ERC Specialists is. Yeah. So, I mean, like you mentioned, my background is real estate, You know, commercial and residential real
1: estate, commercial mostly in the last six, seven years. But about three years ago, four years ago, I started being uh, entrepreneurish, like what I mean by that is starting to do other businesses outside of real estate. And come to find out, a couple of years ago, I started a company in oil. And I don't, I don't know if you guys remember, but price per barrel of oil in 2020 one day was negative $30 a barrel. And so, with that, our oil business out of Wyoming, I'm out of Utah, was suffering. And so, I was trying to find extra stimulus money for my business to help combat the pandemic. And uh, I did PPP number one, number two, state of Wyoming grant that was forgiven. And uh, come to find out, I found this, another stimulus called ERC, stands for Employee Retention Credit, where you can get up to $26,000 per W-2 employee. And uh, being that it's from the treasury department, aka the IRS, I reached out to my CPA and uh, he told me, Hey, you know what? This is a payroll type of situation. And 95% of CPAs don't do payroll. So talk to a payroll company, talk to a couple of payroll companies, and they don't amend 941s. And so there was like this weird gray area, almost too good to be true. Um, And I did the who not how mentality of, you know, that book, who not how Uh, got the right who's and we went from six partners now a little under 190 employees now in about 14 months.
2: Wow. So explain to us what ERC is, because we both have employees and most of the people listening to this podcast have lots of employees. So what is the program and how can it help us?
1: Yeah. And let me explain the program kind of at two parts. What I mean by that is how it started and what it is now, because it's two different ways because President Biden and the administration has amended this five different times. Where it started is, you know, did you have a shutdown in your business? Are you under 500 employees? Did you have a 20% revenue loss? Well, people that had losses, you know, we were able to help them. And that's the way we started. What I called when the barn door went wide open with this is about November of 2021, where because a lot of people would say, man, I made so much money in 21 that I definitely don't qualify. And we'd always tell them, at least put your 941s in, let's see. And sometimes we'd find maybe a quarter or two, because it's over a six-quarter period that they did qualify. But when President Biden amended it and said, did you have 500 employees or less, And then if the answer is yes, and these are W-2, this isn't a sole proprietor, but the next question is, did you have a 20% revenue loss or have you had a partial or full shutdown or have you had a supply chain disruption to your business? And the supply chain is when even Forbes did an article that 70, 80% of businesses qualify for this now, yet 7 out of 10 business owners don't even know about it. And so this is an absolute rebate what I call rebate, even though they call the credit, and the reason why they call the credit is it's a glorified grant. In a grant, you have to specify what you're using the money for, just like PPP. It was a loan that was forgiven later and you had to disclose what you're using the money for. This, it's forgiven the day you get
3: it and you can use it for whatever you want in your business. This is incredible. I have heard about this. I, however, thought that we are still stuck in the first part of it. Yeah, I did not, I was not aware there was the second part that was available to us. So I do... I do personal injury. I'm going to ask a very specific question to this. So I do personal injury. And like, where would the supply chain, where could I look for the supply chain disruption in, in that? Is it Could it be, because I did have a lot of clients that they were not unable to go get treatment during certain times because of this. Would that be considered a supply chain disruption?
1: Yeah. I mean, I've had actually an attorney firm tell me this was several months ago that, Hey, you know what? Courthouses were shut down. That's my supply. And I wasn't able to even go to courthouses and conduct business. And, you know, even if they had a profit of business, they weren't able to conduct another part of their business, which, you know, was more that it has to be more than a 10% difference in their business. But on our website, ercspecialist.com, we have a survey. It takes five or 10 minutes. We don't charge anything up front for this. You know, like you talk about personal injury, you'll uh, understand this because this was quote unquote, too good to be true. We decided, Hey, let's not charge up front. We'll charge 15% of what they get when they get the money. And so we actually wait until they get the money And because it does take six to eight months for the IRS to send out the money. And that's their backlog. You know, if the IRS, you know, wants money from you, they'll come get it tomorrow. Right. So, but there is a backlog with this on the IRS of six to eight months. And so, you know, coming back to your original question on supply chain is on our website, That takes about five or 10 minutes per EIN to go through it. And we ask specifically, did you have a supply chain? Who's your supplier? Tell us more about that. And then we actually dissect it to make sure it's a substantiation to use for a claim for the program. And one thing, to add what you're saying too, you mentioned like, hey, I thought this was back when it was the 20% revenue loss. I meet so many people that, oh, no, I already looked at this. I didn't qualify. You probably didn't qualify back then, but now you have a chance to qualify.
2: So, yeah. So Josh, what's the standard for proof? Of course, the lawyers want to know what's the standard of proof? What do we have to demonstrate to show the disruption?
1: So on our website, we asked specifically, did you have a, you know, hour reduction? Did you have this? There's several different things it really will you know go step by step with you on the supply because when i first heard about this i thought of a widget sitting at the port right that's what i call, you know thought of supply chain but you know when the definition when my supplier was shut down and so i had to go to another supplier even though i made more money I had to go change my, my situation of my business and get a whole new supplier because of it. Because as a business owner, like if someone says, oh, you can't get lumber today, you don't just like, okay, well, can't get lumber until they're ready. No, you call another lumber company to help you know your business survive, right? And so that's where the supply chain comes into place. And our website really goes over those specific questions uh, because everyone's different. We then take it in. We take all their documents and the documents are only their 941s, the quarterly reports, their PPP info. And a payroll report. And we tell them step by step on how to get that. Once we get that, it takes us two to three weeks to come back and say, OK, you're approved for three hundred twenty two thousand dollars and forty two cents. Do you want us to file? So they still have an opportunity to go somewhere else. Ninety five percent of people you know, move forward at that point, though. I just wonder
3: why was this talked about so much less than like EIDL and PPP? PPP was a frenzy
1: and it was brokered through the banks. So after three or four days, SBA was backlogged. So then the administration at the time, Trump administration said, Hey, we need to get this money out to the masses. Let's call the banks and the fintech companies and we'll pay them up to 5% commission for getting that PPP money out. I don't know if you guys remember, but all of a sudden, all these bankers started calling us like, Hey, I can get you PPP money. I can get, well, because they're getting commission from it. And it was so easy. You had money in five or six days. This isn't easy. And uh, just recently, we are endorsed by the Texas Dental Association, the Utah CPA Association. I mean, CPAs, again, we have a lot of people. It's like, oh, my CPA looked at this. I didn't qualify. Well, it's kind of like in your situation, personal injury. If I'm going through a divorce, I'm trying to get someone that specializes in divorce. Right. We specialize in this and we're that easy liaison. We're not trying to do taxes. We don't want to do income taxes and take it away from CPAs. We want to work with them. We want to work with payroll companies and stuff like that. So that's where we kind of, you know, we just surpassed $2.3 billion in credit with this. And uh, we're seeing about two to 300 companies a day. And it's, it's getting
2: exciting. Running your own practice can be scary. Whether you're worried about where the next case will come from, feeling like you're losing control over your growing firm or frustrated from being out of touch with everyone working under your license, the stress can be overwhelming. We will show you how to turn that fear into a driving force of clarity, focus, stability, and confidence that eliminates the roller coaster of guilt-ridden second-guessing and mistake-making to get you off that hamster wheel for good.
3: Maximum Lawyer in Minimum Time is a step-by-step playbook that shows you how to identify what your firm needs and how to proactively get it at every stage of the game so you are prepped and excited for the inevitable growth that will follow. Name the lifestyle that you want and we'll show you how to become a Maximum Lawyer in Minimum Time. Find out more by going to MaximumLawyer.com forward slash course.
2: You're listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Our guest today is Josh Zagowski. He's talking to us about a very exciting program. And I guess one question I have is, so this year it looks like we're having to declare our PPP money as income on our tax returns, I think. I think that now that that ship has come in, is that going to be true with this EIC as well? ERC, Employee Retention. Yeah, yeah. So
1: yes, so we charge 15%. So let's say someone gets $100,000, they'll get 85, we'll get 15. They'll have to tell their tax professional, whether they use an EA, which is an expert advisor, a CPR, some sort of HR block, whatever they used, that they did receive $85,000. Now, how much do they tax on that? It's not like 30%. It's a, because they had payroll tax. Because in other words, best way to describe this is let's say you paid a W-2 wage to an employee of $10,000 one quarter. You can get up to $7,000 back Because you paid them back in 21. So it's a rebate. So in other words, you've already paid those payroll taxes, right? So the tax is going to be very small, but there's also ways to combat that when they receive that money. So, but they will have to tell their tax professional, you know, let's say they got the money in 22, they'll have to tell them, you know, you know, at the, by April
3: 15th, 23 or whatever it is. All right. So. Josh, let's say that I hire you. I want to hear more about the process. Let's say I hire you, and you're you're my guy. You're gonna you're my EA, right? What do you like? What walk me through that process? What's that like? Well, we're
1: not your EA. So usually you'll have a bookkeeper or someone that does your payroll. You know, like literally, we have people that use ADP. That they kind of assume that why doesn't ADP do this type of thing? It's because again, they don't amend nine forty ones. We can amend this for three years. So because t- technically this program expired. Quarter three of twenty one, but we can amend it, and that's why you know ADP, they're a or, or even any payroll company. That's a software, right? They're giving you quarterly stuff. So to to come back to your question, is you'll get with that person or yourself whoever does the payroll for the business. And basically, they'll go on our website, ercspecialist.com. They'll hit begin qualifying. It takes them five or 10 minutes. Then once they finish that, they'll hit the upload page. They'll then upload documents. Once they upload documents and they hit submit, that's when a human comes into place. Outside of that, we're just trying to follow up with them basically on email, text, stuff like that. Then they're assigned to what we call our account specialists to make sure all the documents are correct. Then we'll send an email that says, hey, documents are correct, or hey, there's this one document that's blurry or your upload wasn't good, can you redo this one? Once we say, hey, it's good to go, it takes us three weeks, up to three weeks. Uh, sometimes it's a few days, but we always say three weeks. We come back and we say, you're approved for this amount of money. You then will docusign, da, 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 da. Then we say, okay, you, you're good to go. We're gonna file this to 72 hours. And then now we're on the waiting game from the IRS, waiting for the money and the checks. I say checks because again this is over a six quarter period and uh, I wish they would send an ACH but it is six hard looking checks from the treasury department and it comes to the post office and so we wait for those six checks and then once we get those
2: we uh, we settle up and then we're good to go wow so I know that we've got some suspicious ass lawyers saying this is too good to be true this guy is selling <laughs> selling snake oil how can the three of us Encourage people to give this a shot? Um, well, that's why, you
1: know, when we first started the first 30, 60 days, we had a fee schedule and we weren't having any luck because it's like, okay, well, you know, send us $10,000 and in eight months, checks will start coming. Like, eh, I don't know, dude. But if you're willing to, you know, wait till I get paid, I'm good. Right. So, I mean, there's plenty of uh, attorneys. Uh, we don't have a lot of them. I'd say, you know, like I said, we're doing 300 a day, but Let's say out of a hundred files, I might have uh, like a tax attorney, you know, kind of get involved probably one, 2% of the time, but I mean, obviously what they could do, I mean, and it's not official yet, but I'm in Utah and I met with the Utah attorney general to basically, because we're one of the fastest growing companies in the state of getting an endorsement Um, and that will help. And uh, with that, it's going to turn into, I, I can't name any names after this, but we have other people that we were talking to on the advisory board side that are on a national level that have been in the government side of, on the attorney side specifically. But, you know, um, to answer your question, I think the best thing is, is we don't get paid until they get paid. And we're willing to wait for that. Now, we do have an option if people do want to pay up front and say, hey, I want a discount from the 15%. It is 10%, but that is their option. We do have about 10% of companies that opt for that. But, you know, we don't uh, don't encourage
3: it. We just kind of say, hey, it's there if you want it. I was just curious, you, you mentioned the tax attorney getting involved. Like, what are some of the reasons why a tax attorney might get involved? Because to me, it seems like it's a pretty simple process, you know, of filling out the paperwork and waiting for the check. So like, why, why might a, a tax attorney get involved?
1: Sometimes they'll advise their client to get an opinion letter. They'll have to pay for that. That doesn't come, you know, we don't pay for that at all. We have about three or four tax attorneys that we actually consult because we always want to stay ahead of any type of legality stuff with this. And so we, they're not a partner. They're not, you know, they're just a, a straight consultant. We'll refer them off if they need a tax attorney to write an opinion letter. Usually that's anywhere between three to $5,000. And then we'll put that in their file if they want something like that. Sometimes we'll have someone that if they have over like two 3000000 million of credit in their business, they'll opt for that or they'll kind of look into it or get that type of advisement. Because like the other thing I should mention is, you know, nonprofits actually are qualified for this. 501As, 501Cs. We've done Baptist churches just recently, you know, private schools in Hawaii that we're part of the Hawaiian Private School Association. So, or we're endorsed by them, I should say. So that said, that's why kind of a tax attorney will get involved sometimes.
3: So, Josh, let me ask you this before we start to wrap things up. How can people get in touch with you if they want to reach out to you? I know you already mentioned the website, but uh, I guess you can mention that again. But uh, how, what other ways can they can they reach out to you?
1: Yeah. So our website, ercspecialist.com. We also have our email is support at ercspecialist.com. If it's something you need you know, or want to talk to me, like I said, we have a, a huge team. In all different departments and stages throughout this if it's something you want to talk to me just put that in the request support site and then uh, yeah we can hop on the phone or someone from my team can hop on the phone and and, uh, go through this and but i I would encourage the website actually has quite a bit we have videos we even have video testimonials of people actually receiving checks if you hit testimonial tab we wanted to do that from the get-go but we had to wait eight months for those videos because the irs took that long once we had that, we were really aggressive and saying, okay, let's get 10 videos of business owners talking about receiving their checks, going through the hard times of the pandemic, that type of thing. And so there's a lot, there's frequently asked questions that you can go through to, you can Google ERC credit and you go to the IRS website and there's still over 200 pages worth of documents. So if you're tired one night and you need extra sleep, you know, maybe go through that website. This is uh really, really cool. Yeah.
2: Jimmy. Tyson's going to wrap in just a minute, but I, I would like to ask you something a little bit different than what we've talked about, which is talk to us about being in such a fast growing company, because, you know, that's a hard thing to manage. It's almost like one of those horses that need to be broken so that you can ride them. I mean, what's it what's it been like on this ride after you've found this niche? It's funny because there's, there's like a dozen stories I can tell you about
1: that, right? I would say there was times that, you know, we couldn't get back to people for seven or eight days on a simple question. Like we were so backlogged because we weren't ready to hire people at this point. This was about November, December when the tides were turning on the supply chain piece where all of a sudden we got all these applications and now we got a hurry, you know, within three weeks, we hired something like 50 or 60 people and now we're doing, you know, training calls and we're trying to tell them what we've been doing, you know, working out of a basement just like any other Amazon business or anything that startup, right? And so then we started getting the right people in place, kind of that who not how mentality, and we also knew because we talked to a lot of we use a lot of a lot of banks send us a lot of business you know because they did a lot of ppp loans fintech companies will send us business and they told us dude it daily changes on a dime so and they told us that advice probably six eight months ago so we always tell our employees kind of the who moved my cheese hey today i could be telling you you'll be doing this but tomorrow you'll be in a whole different department it could happen so i need you to make sure you understand why i'm getting your cheese moved all the time and so we kind of incorporate that because it's all about expectations. You give them that expectation, then it's not a it's not a like it's not a bad change. It's like okay, well, sounds good because you guys told me that. And I think that's kind of the biggest thing we've kind of incorporated. But we've also nonstop, always been being consulted from business people that have you know expanded their business a ton to you know on the legal side, always making sure we're ahead of
3: the game on this. This is really just intriguing. Uh, I can't wait to to look into it. So Jim, I don't know if you've done this yet, but uh, I'm going to totally look into this. I uh, I feel like I'm missing the boat. So I'm going to check this thing out. All right, let's wrap things up. Before I do, I want to remind everyone to join us in the big Facebook group. Just search Maximum Lawyer and choose the group Maximum Lawyer. If you want a more high level conversation, join us in the Guild. Go to maxlawguild.com, maxlawguild.com. Great Great information being shared there on a daily basis. Also gives you access to maximum lawyer and minimum time, the course that Jimmy
2: and I put together. All right, Jimmy, what's your hack of the week? So my hack of the week is this. We spend a lot of time, all of us creating a lot of content. And what we don't do necessarily is go back and watch how that content is performing. And we don't tweak the content that's underperforming to try to make it a little bit better. I think that if we spent a little bit more time Optimizing our content, paying attention to analytics, and I'm talking specifically about web pages. If we spent more time making those better and watching the numbers, and we wouldn't necessarily have to create so much content. So it's good all around to prune your content and get rid of stuff that's underperforming, maybe combine pieces that make one longer, more substantive post, but just having lots of little underperforming web pages aren't going to do you much good.
3: That's very, very true look at the numbers, all the data for sure. Josh, we always ask our guests to give a tip or a hack of the week. Could be a book, could be a podcast, could be just more big picture stuff. Uh, do you have a tip or a hack for us? I think because it's on my mind is I've mentioned a couple of times the who not how
1: Dan Sullivan and uh, Hardy. Uh, I think it's Darren. I'm a huge fan of them. And what they did for, for me on that book, they just came out with another one uh, called the gap in the game. That's a really great one. I would say if you have not read or listen to who not how like buy it in the next five minutes because that was my advice someone gave me that advice two years ago i was literally eating sushi at lunch and he said you haven't read that you just seem like you already kind of do that but you should read this and i literally got my phone and i i bought it on uh, audible right then So i'll do the same thing that'd be my
3: advice love it very very good so my tip—it's kind of—it's gonna be kind of goofy to some people, and I've talked about it on the podcast before. But I always kind of joke about my uniform. I wear the exact same thing pretty much every single day. It's—I it, it, I wear the same pants, the same shirts, all the kind. Well, of, I've always struggled with my summer attire, my shorts and my my polo, because it's—they always kind of well, somewhere too long or some too baggy. But I—I d- I finally found uh, a, a shirt and shorts combo that works great for me for the summer. The point of it though is—is is that I cannot tell you how easy. Much easier it makes my life by having this streamlined in the mornings whenever I just go to my closet, pull out the exact same thing. And it may seem goofy, but it saves me so much mental energy just having that stuff taken care of. When it comes to shoes, socks, underwear, all that, it's just taken care of. Everything's the same. You can mix up the colors. But I do recommend it. And you lose a little bit of the flavor. I don't have a cool shirt like Josh has right now. But it, it does make things a lot easier for me. So, just I know it seems goofy, but I highly recommend it. It's it's actually really good. But Josh, um, it's rare that we find we have an episode where we can make our listeners so much more money just by doing a simple thing. And uh, I'm hoping that you're you're going to be able to help a lot of our listeners. So, thank you so much for coming on. Really, really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I really appreciate you guys. Thanks. Thanks. Uh,
2: and you guys have a good weekend. Thanks, Josh. And congratulations yep. on your success. You should be really proud of yourself. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Josh. See you, bud. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your hosts and to access more content, more content. go to MaximumLawyer.com. MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.